diversity in my little intro when I have a special guest on. Oh, thank you so much for coming on, Perch. Do you want to, I'm sure 
at this point, everybody knows you. I think most comic YouTubers at this point are like, and I was watching a video by Perch and I was watching a video by Perch. I think we've all opened a, one of our videos saying that, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, I am not nearly cool enough for that intro. That you, you got a, you got a whole package here. This is, this is excellent. What you have, I, I feel like such an amateur right now. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks. No, I mean, I, I, I'm known because of volume. I just put out so much, you can't get away from it. That's, that's the problem. I know, but that's amazing. Like. I, I can't even think of the topics. Sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to talk about today if there's no news? And I'm like, OK, let's go see what Perch did. <laughs> it's pathetic, <laughs> but it's true. Just, oh, just so shovel it out. I'm, I'm winning in quantity, I guess. But uh, yeah, but no, definitely. I appreciate you having me on. I've, I've wanted to come on and, and chat with you for a while. So this is great. I'm, I'm glad to talk to your audience. And and this is this is going to be great. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. So. Oh, news this week. There's not a whole lot. Usually I do a wheel of uh, insanity where I have people pick topics, but I figured this week we'd kind of just go through what happened, um, any news around it, the crazy yeah. tweets that are going around. I mean, there's a lot. No but let's, yeah, yeah. Let's start with something positive, at least. What was your yeah. favorite, one of your favorite books this week? You know, I think there was uh, there was quite a bit, and I'm still catching up. So my my timeline's a little weird. I was you know traveling in a way. Um, I'm liking Jupiter's Legacy a lot. I think oh, oh so good! Great job. Yeah, I, I love that book. It's it's this one's better than the uh, than I, I mean in many cases the the original. It's it's really deep to me. I think it's wonderful. I really like how he's going after topics people wouldn't. Like yeah. specifically talking about the Uyghur Muslims and stuff. And this art, like, don't get me wrong. I love what was it, Gary Frank that did the original art? Uh, I love quietly, quietly, Frank. Quietly, Frank. that's what it was. Yeah. Frank quietly. Ah, I love this art. Like it is picture perfect, beautiful. It's so good. I really, really am enjoying it. Um, it really I think, is. yeah. I think for me, probably. <laughs> the one that made me laugh the most i'm not gonna lie it's not the greatest book of the week but um superman and the authority made yeah. me giggle the whole time because it was so ridiculous <laughs> there is there's some funny stuff in there i i think uh you know if this is going to be grant morrison's end at dc then that's uh it's a it's a fun end i i made fun of one of the captions but it's 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 meant to make fun of you're supposed to laugh that entire sequence yes uh, natasha you're, you're supposed to find that funny that's the point and it is like she's battling real trolls, real body shaming trolls on top oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's, it is, uh, it's, 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 it's the right kind of goofy. I mean, and that's, a comic should poke fun of itself. When it does, that we enjoy it more. It's, it was good stuff. Yeah, and I, I, the only thing I would say I didn't like is I felt like it was so out of character when it came to Midnighter oh. and Apollo. And Apollo's like a whiny baby. Like, that's not Apollo to me, yeah. at least whiny and kind of uh you know fan <laughs> fanboy for for superman i it's i know that but there's there is a lot of good comics i i understand it's not this week i i enjoyed the defenders last week it's weird um you know there was oh some, yeah yeah that's fun ascender was good this week i think that was this week there there's some good stuff out there yeah and i really 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 been enjoying the uh catwoman run oh yeah. my goodness Ram v is killing it like this feels like one of those runs we'll talk about in 10 years. And I haven't been able to say that for a really long time, like mm -hmm. giving her her own well, father Valley and it ties in 
And it feels like Selena's finally getting to tell her own kind of story. Not that she hasn't before. I'm not saying that. Like, there's greats, like, when in Rome, and there's a bunch. But this feels like her own story in Gotham, and Ram V is killing it. Like, mm-hmm. every, yeah. everything he touches lately, I've really been enjoying. Yeah, I'm curious to see what he'll do over uh, with Venom. It's it's interesting to see them promoting the new Venom book. What? And- He's going to Venom? He and Al Ewing are going to be writing uh, Venom together, but they're they're deprioritizing Ewing and prioritizing Ram V, and that's uh, I, I'm, I think it's a good fit. I, I'm with you. I like his Catwoman. I like that you said it. They're they're giving her her own story, but it's not one of those backward looking like let me find myself. They're where they're they're letting her play with new things and still having it be about her. I, I love it. I I really think it's good. And the artwork, like at first, I was kind of like, well, this is kind of dreary artwork, even though we're in Gotham, but. It really fits the story. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something about Father Valley just seems so insane in the way he quotes like religious stuff that I don't necessarily know about or anything. But it's still like, I don't know, it's it's really good. I mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it totally has nothing to do with him. <laughs> he's coming on the channel on Tuesday. It oh, really does. Right. He's he's a uh, he's fantastic. Like, and his even his um, <laughs> Justice League Dark like. Hey, maybe buying Justice League just for the backup story because yeah. it's that good. <laughs> I'm I amazed hope- they're they're still going with that. I mean, give him a give him a title already. I think people want it. Uh, Justice League Dark is a good seller. I don't know why they're shoving it in as a backup, but uh, it's it could it could hold its own easy at this point. I wonder if they're gonna um, put it together in a trade. I, I'm sure they it will. seems like they would because it's really like it's better than it's better than Bendis. I, I'm yeah. surprised that. I'm not surprised necessarily, but kind of happy that Bendis is going to take his Jinx world line to Dark Horse. I, I, I don't want to say that Bendis is bad. I don't want to be one of those people, but lately it's been on the decline and Bendis hasn't been something that he was, you know, years ago. He seems uh, it's stuck like in a creative rut or, or mm-hmm. just, it doesn't feel like I, I, it's been off since uh, what, since the uh, Civil War II series he did it just he seems off and so hopefully being able to go to dark horse and kind of being free from the big two i think that may help honestly i'm, I'm hoping it does I, I mean he's written some stories i've liked i'd like to have that business back yeah and and i think that he, actually his justice league story i thought started out really strong it feels like it's dragging a little bit but mm-hmm. um i i liked it initially right away and i was surprised because i wasn't a fan of his superman i don't think yeah, those exist. <laughs> I, no, I, I uh, it's it's a weird time at DC though. I mean, because the problem that he has with his Justice League and a lot of titles is that you don't know where they fit into anything at this point. And oh, I know. You know, it, it hurts. It hurts the story. I mean, you know, these stories would have more importance if it felt like the events going on in Justice League actually mattered in the character solo titles. But they're completely divorced from each other. So you know, are we supposed to care? Is it doesn't matter? I, I think that's a, a problem DC really has. I think it's a huge, like, even when I was talking to Stephanie the other day, because I asked her about her Wonder Woman evolution that's coming up, if it's going to be continuity. And she's like, well, it's kind of continuity adjacent. She's in this time, but it's not, it doesn't count towards what's going on. And I'm like, so why doesn't DC at one point just make it clear? Just make it clear. It should, they've got the little circles with like, you know, the Wonder Woman title or the cat or whatever. Why not put either a what earth it's on 
or if it's Elseworld, something like that, instead of having us to have to find out through the story. Like last ride, we didn't initially know. Yeah. Obviously, it's Elseworld. But why couldn't they just put that? I don't understand what DC is doing when it comes to stuff like that. It's it's a it, it seems confused. I, I mean, as a company, I think everybody's kind of doing their own thing and they're just kind of ignoring some of this stuff. But it wouldn't like it wouldn't be that much work to have somebody. I mean, you could almost an intern could come in and just say, my job is to make sure these titles have some kind of connection that people can understand what's going on. But yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Thank you, David, so much for the sticker. I love well, it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I never know what to say. Wes is always so professional. He's like, thank you for supporting the channel. Just thank you, David. You know you appreciate it. That's awesome. A good little sticker here. That's I cool. know. I love it. So um, another thing I kind of want to, have you been reading Nactura at all? I have. I, I it's 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 one of those titles that the the premise is not for me, but it's well done. I mean, I mean, I can't argue with what the art to Tony Daniels doing a good job. I think the story is solid. There's nothing inherently wrong with this book. It just it's it's not my kind of thing. But um, but I'm I'm again I'm glad to see another title coming out and 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 being pushed and getting some attention. That's good news for comic shops. Well, yeah, and I think well they're taking a break now, so it just wrapped up yeah. with six. Um. I was actually a little disappointed. I, I won't give it away in case you haven't read it or anybody in the chat. I, I have. Yet. You have? Okay. Yeah. So um, spoilers, earmuffs, everybody, if you don't want to know about Nactera. Um, <laughs> I was a little disappointed. It felt like the whole story, every single issue at the end, I was like, no, why is it over? And then this one, I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. Like, it just felt very anticlimactic. Oh, you. And then a lot of the dialogue, I would say at the end, and not the whole story, because the whole story is, I really enjoyed it. But the dialogue at the end was like, when Scott Snyder gets preachy. Yeah, it, it's, I think that there's something. And, and you know, you can't take away of him from a talent. Obviously, extremely talented writer has done a lot of things and everything else. He's good at coming up with these amazing concepts. Uh, same thing with Undiscovered Country. And it just, it feels like somewhere in the execution of the the huge concept, it, it, there has to be this period where everyone just has a lot of talking to explain what's going on. And, and like, it has to almost talk you through sticking the landing. And it, it it's, it just, it's, I, I'm, I have the same feeling you did. It just doesn't have this. It, it, it doesn't have the punch. And I'm, I'm waiting for him to bring like his black mirror stuff, I think was wonderful. And I want to see that Scott. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I really did. Like I'm gonna keep reading. <laughs> I'm not saying that <laughs> at all. It just didn't stick like it did with the other ones. I think, doesn't that yeah. come back in October? I want to say October, November. Yeah, it's like yeah. two or three month break now. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to keep doing because it's more creator owned, like six and then six, um, because that's got to be hard with, especially with everything else he's doing with comicsology and then teaching. Oh my God, when does he find time to do something like that? It's. I, I think we're going to see a. Um, you know, you don't want to predict problems for people, but I think we're going to see a mess with some of the Substack deals and all these different projects, because in the past there was this protection of editorial and and kind of this corporate structure that would say, hey, we're not going to let you get over your skis. We're not going to let you do more than you're capable of. There would be at least some protection over that. And we still saw titles be late and other things. Now it's resting on a lot of these creators. Just it's their it's their show. And I think it's going to be tough for a lot of them who are not used to this. And I, I think, you know, you're running a subscription service. You got to deliver, you know, you're, you're oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. I can't even imagine. So 
Um, one thing that we kind of talked about over mm. on Comics Aficionado that I wanted to get your, and I know you did a, a kind of a video about this, but Nightwing 83, there's a lot of like back and forth on whether or not people either really liked it or they thought he was virtue signaling. Which camp, are you in one of those camps or are you kind of in the middle? I'm well, it's it's not necessarily in the middle. I mean, my problem is is when you do this stuff where it's like I'm gonna combat homelessness, I'm going to put my money in and have it be social good. It sounds fine, except when you think that these guys are running around like you you hang out with a flash. If you wanted to solve or build like low income housing or something, the flash could like quickly build. I mean, there, there's there's people with powers that could just fix these problems. And so if you're going to have this foundation set up and all this, it just doesn't really make sense in the context of a superhero book where between Superman and Green Lantern and Flash and Mr. I mean, Mr. Terrific could come up with all kinds of different things to help everybody. So it's like, I'm going to donate my money to, you know, to, to charity. It's like, okay, but you could also just give your buddy a call and he could pretty much solve most of these problems overnight. I wonder that, why they, I mean, that would take away all the plot devices though. <laughs> well, well, it would, it just, but that's why I think you, you, you're best to not steer into this stuff. Like over in, in the Marvel universe, like, did, you know, Hey, Reed Richards could probably feed all the poor countries in Africa. If he put his mind to it. I mean, he's got the capability to do that. He's buying teleporters throughout the multiverse in his basement. I mean, you can't get some food there. I, you know, yeah. So if you start to open up those doors, then you can't help but look back and like, like you read this issue and it's like, well, good for Nightwing. But now I think Mr. Terrific and most of the other superheroes are dicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, and it makes um Bruce kind of look like it now. Don't get me wrong. I, I really enjoyed this issue. I felt like it was, mm -hmm. I felt like as far as Tom writing Nightwing has really gotten back to the character. Like, we haven't had this good of a Nightwing. Obviously, when he was Rick, I, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't something that was my favorite. But I do feel like he's back to the character, and this is kind of a subplot. Whereas yeah. we're looking at, you know, with Heartless and Blockbuster are the big things we're talking about. And this is um, him looking at crime maybe in a different way than Bruce does. Like, Bruce yeah. looks at crime as far as I'm going to go out there every single night and I'm going to put fear in and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And him maybe looking at crime as more of a necessity for the disenfranchised. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, it's a different take, and 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 that's cool. I, I get. I, I think that that is, uh, and it is more true to to. I mean, I've seen a mm -hmm. lot of videos talking about how he's you know warped Dick Grayson and everything else, but this this character still feels like Dick Grayson to me. Like this feels oh, like yeah. what he can do. So I, I feel I you know it's not that part that's that's weird. It's just I think the entire. If you're going to open the door to this stuff, I think as a writer, you write yourself into a corner pretty quick. If, if yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Mark M said, "Is is Dick turning into a social worker?" No, I don't think so at all. I do think it does feel a little bit like being used as a mouthpiece, but not to the extent that um, some others maybe do. I do feel like this is, you know, the whole part where he was like, "Oh, it's so cringy." He's like. Yeah. Nobody should have that amount of money and billionaires. It's like, dude, you grew up with two of them. Two. Yes. <laughs> two. What's wrong with you? Like, come on. It's all that felt out yeah. of character. For sure. I, I definitely did. And it, it it's not that's not the Dick Grayson that's had the Titans Tower and all the rest of stuff. I I mean that that clearly felt like the writer who was putting their words in, in his mouth. And and again, it does make sense. I think the part that I said in my video was just 
there's this desire to kind of downgrade heroism. Like I saved the world from dark side. I kept the earth from cracking into it. Brainiac was going to shrink everybody and put them in a bottle and everything else. And I did all that, but that's not heroic enough. What's really heroic is starting a charitable foundation. It's like, well, or maybe both. (laughs) Well, it's kind of, you know, um, something we talk about a lot on this channel is like, how it's, you know, their views aren't as nuanced as they used to be. But this almost reminded me of the super famous, you know, Denny O'Neill page where he's like, hmm. what have you done for the blue people? And that same yeah. thing could be said back then. He had literally saved the earth. He had literally done this. So it kind of feels like, like that kind of writing all over again, which I don't yeah. mind. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, it was so heavy handed. And it, and that's, that's again, the problem I think with these topics is they become very heavy handed. Like I, I think as a writer, if you're going to, if you're going to steer into the homeless as a problem or the disenfranchised or kind of other ways to fight crime, it's very easy to make it come across very preachy. It's, it's, it's very hard not to. And um, does that work in a comic that comes out once a month where in pages, a guy's wearing tights, flipping around fighting Captain Boomerang? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to even address those when like there are books that can address that, but it has to be a totally, at least in my opinion, kind of mm-hmm. a totally different universe. Oh, yeah. Whereas in in Gotham, of course, there's always going to be crime. If not, there's no story <laughs> whatsoever. So it makes no sense to. I don't know. I don't know. It just it felt it felt heavy handed. But then again, it reminded me of that time. So what are you what are your thoughts on this whole um, now we're talking about Gotham. Shadow of the Bat. Got a Gotham listening, you know, because that's literally never happened before ever. Yeah, I, I, I um, well, I mean, it's it's a bigger. I, this is going to be not to take your topic in a different direction, but it's just there's um, there's so much Batman. <laughs> I, that's on my list to talk about too. Oh, there you go. No, no, it's just it's it's. Uh, I feel like no matter what kind of plot device rolls out. Uh, in the Batman world, it's just they're all colliding into each other. It's hard to take any of this stuff very seriously at this point. It feels all like everything is watering down to me. Yeah. And um, did the see, there's one thing about that, that when you go through the sales numbers, most of the top sellers are Batman, though. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? True. So they're yeah. they're milking their golden goose. Yes. Yeah. And I get why people want the other characters because I. I I'm literally that's my favorite character, but I want more, but I want other. And um, but I don't know. I, I just think they're seeing those sales numbers and kind of going with it. Either mm-hmm. that, I don't I would say it had something to do with the movie, but they never had any cross references with the movie. So yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with that. Um Yeah. No, uh, it, it is but, it is just a lot. I mean, and but it, but you're right. I mean, that's what's selling. And so it's it's like I, I see people complain about it, like ah, too much Batman. It's like yeah, but you're buying it, so you know they're just going to keep cranking it out. Now there there should be somebody I think in the company who's going to put the brakes on a little bit. But uh, oh yeah, you know I don't know this this storyline, the Shadow of the Bat storyline setting up. Um, I don't know is it spoilers for people or not? It, it um, it's you know we're we're in Fear State right now. We're heading toward the Magistrate we saw in the uh, Future State books, a lot of states. Um, <laughs> You know, Shadow of the Bat. I, I, the, I mean, the basic premise. So I've, I've, I've hemmed and hawed a little bit. So if, if you're really concerned about spoilers, you should again earmuffs right now. But I mean, earmuffs, earmuffs. <laughs> so in, in November, what Batman is uh, basically quitting Gotham. He's leaving and 
he's going to wander away. We're going to put a focus on the rest of the supporting cast, and it's going to be a, a, a Gotham without Batman, which uh, we, which was referenced in Future State that he kind of walked away when right when he did the most. So, I mean, I, I don't know how long will that go. I mean, we'll go until the sales start falling, and then you know he'll magically make his way back. So at least three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at least I, three months. At least three months. It, it feels like I mean we're we're in DC territory right now, but it feels like Marvel is is going to be very aggressive in December, January, like really aggressive. Hey, thanks. They, it would be smart. Yeah. So I, I think DC is going to have to pivot on a bunch of things early in the year. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're going to do a year long storyline where they keep Bruce Wayne out of Batman and or out of Gotham and all the rest. I think they'll they'll kind of rush this storyline along a bit. Well, I the my biggest thing is is we had future state. This was this whole possible future, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was at least at the bare minimum five years in the future. One second. Uh oh my god! I just <laughs> had an explanation to my <laughs> explain to my mad grandma um, that the tea party in Alice in Wonderland isn't the last supper. That's oh awesome. my god, Gary! Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's so funny. Um, that is awesome. It was five years at least in the future. I think that was the bare minimum. And now we're in that was ended in February. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's August and we're already there. It yeah. makes not a whole lot of sense. Um, I, see, I don't mind the magistrate, mm-hmm. but we've seen this whole like fascist dictatorship done a bunch of times. It is done a little differently, but yeah. um. I don't mind it. The thing I mind is um, where are we going? Like, why is Batman being removed? Uh, I know, wasn't he just kind of uh, earmuffs for Urban Legend 6? Yeah. Dosed with the <laughs> with the cherry pops. Yeah. And then I'm assuming, at least my theory is, he's going to go and have issues with beer toxins. So he's going to have like a string of emotions just from one side to the other. And he's probably going to break, mm-hmm. which means... We're gonna get the induction introduction of Jace Fox as the Batman. He's already kind of, you know, I am not Batman number one. Yep. Um oh, where do we go with that? Um, basically, my feeling is when it comes to Jace, is I wish John Ridley now. John Ridley, uh, I don't care for his the other history at all. I will no. say that right up front. It's 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 kind of demeaning to a lot of the dc characters it's kind of demoralizing to most of them now that's elseworld okay but second son was not second son rode kind of alongside everything in gotham instead of intertwining with it which i feel like had they want to introduce this character they need to bring him in they need to bring him in on the main title a couple times and maybe we'll see that but i don't feel like the reception's going to be very well if they don't how do have you read i'm not batman I have. It's uh, no, I, I, it, it, it's, it's like introducing the character all wrong. I mean, I think the whole G five and and what they were going to do and the rumors that got out and everything else, it got completely ahead of them. And this idea of like having another character come in and kind of try and take the, you know, the Batman. They've done it before. It's cool they, that they that's worked out with you know Azrael and with Batwing. Oh yeah, Nightwing himself. All the rest, you can do it. But the problem is they're kind of like one foot in one foot out it's like it's coming but not not yet but now it is now it's here no but it's not the real one and it's it's like you're setting that character up at this point where it's it, how how can that character be successful and i i think it's going to be very hard for anything to 
to actually work. And, and, and most, most people are going to be watching this just wanting to know, well, when's Bruce Wayne coming back? Pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, right? exactly. And I don't feel like it was that way with Azrael because no. everyone knew the whole, like a lot of the concepts of Azrael was people wanting Batman to be more vicious. So yeah. we got to see that vicious side through Azrael. What, what are we seeing here? And I don't mind mantles. Like I'm not against mantles. If Batman is now a mantle. Okay. Or like Captain America. I don't care. Um, but with Bruce Wayne being their biggest seller, like we just talked about uh-huh. it, it's how are they expecting this to work and who else if they're okay, here's my biggest problem. They're doing too much at once. They're yeah. having this with Batman and Jace. Then they're going to have uh, Jackson Hyde with Aquaman. And they've got Wonder Woman out of the, uh, well, last I think she was in fairies. I haven't read this week, but um, so she's not, yeah. yeah, she's not even in here. So we've got Wonder Girl and then we've got Hippolyta as her mom in the Justice League. And then we've got Naomi. They're doing way too much at once. They need to do one and then one. And then, you know what I'm saying? For sure. I, I absolutely agree. And keep in mind, it, this is following up on a decade where you had the new 52, which a lot of people don't believe was the you know, true version of the characters. And then they had right. Rebirth. And people responded really well to Rebirth. But after just a couple months, they're like, eh, here's a death metal and here's a bunch of more shaking around. And, and so a lot of people are just, can I get like a year can i get like hush again just a year of a classic (laughs) batman story or a flash story or any any of these stories like they just want a year of just solid story without a bunch of things changing but they you know the dc's continually rebooting everything it's it's a bad idea and by the way the other thing that's going to hurt jace is they're not going to commit to having every single batman title be jace they're still going to have bruce in other batman books just in a like you said before in a different continuity so now you're like well which What's even going on? Is he replaced? Is he not? Is Bruce here and not here? Like he's over in France and this one, like what, what's, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. And then the other one I didn't even think to mention was Superman. Sure. So they've got a new Superman and Superman's off planet. Literally nobody, nobody from the Holy Trinity is back. Sure. It, it, well, that, and- you're doing too much. You're just yeah, and it's, and nobody can, can track what's going on. And they just, they just want a classic story. So Superman, the authority, when is that taking place exactly? Is that next week? Is that in the far future? Like when, when, when does this story actually occur? Does anybody know? I wasn't it written in 2018. Well, yeah, yeah it was written. I mean, yeah, the, the Morrison wrote it a bit a while ago. So but, is mean, it actually tie in with the war world stuff? Like maybe, I mean, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone knows. It's ridiculous. It is. It is. I mean, I was on uh, what um, we were on Friday night with uh, Joe and Pat Chand, and we were talking about. Uh, yeah, please save it. Um, <laughs> we were talking about this John Kent and this this rumor about John, and and so I'm like, well, let me explain. You know, Pat didn't know who John Kent was. He's like, well, who's that character? And I'm like, well, let me just tell you the last three years of that character's history, and it is it is insane to go yeah. through it. Like you can't. Like if you just tell yourself like the Wikipedia entry of what happened to that character in the last three years, it makes no sense at all. No, it doesn't. And and it's just, I feel like if they were to, um, okay. So if they wanted to change the mantle of Batman and they start with that one and we still have everybody else around, people would be more accepting. And when there's too many, and even green lantern right now, I, yeah, I, I, it's really good. 
I like this Green Lantern run a lot, and I am not a huge Green Lantern person, so that says a lot. But it's off-world. We don't know who's the Green Lantern. In the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nothing quite makes sense anymore. And then they come together in the Justice League, and it's like, wait, weren't you just on War World? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. DC really needs to do something. Speaking of, yeah, let's talk rumors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You brought it up, you know. I got, I got um, oh boy, yeah, uh, there's a lot of strong feelings with not as bad, I would say, as um, there was a lot with Tim. Tim was like everybody's growing up right now. They're they're Robin, so there was a lot of strong feelings with that. Especially what I found interesting about that was there was a lot more feelings about Tim being possibly made by because we don't know. It was just a one day, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, there was a lot more with that than there was Alan Scott, at least in my opinion, backlash to Alan Scott being made gay in the main universe, but still having two children and, and ex-wives and <laughs> not that it was done badly. I'm not, it wasn't done great, but um, for Alan Scott, I mean, but yeah. there was a lot more backlash when it came to Tim. And I don't, I, I just, I gotta think that it was probably because everyone grew up with them as their Robin, but yeah. it just, it blows my mind because uh, I always saw, I, I'm one of those people that kind of read into the gay stuff with him. So, I kind of saw it and like, I kind of like, even with him and Connor, I know a lot of people were like, Oh my God, people are allowed to be friends. I'm like, they were literally in the closet. They were literally in the closet guys. Come on now. <laughs> it's, I, I think, well, I mean, it's hard to separate out like what is just exhaustion that people have over the whole thing. Cause exactly. You know, I, I, and the other, I, I, it's, it's almost kind of related to everything we're talking about with DC. It, it's it, nothing feels really coordinated. And I do think that they did. T- I mentioned this in a video as well. They, they, I do think they did uh, Tim Drake better than say Bobby, where Bobby got like uh, our Iceman over Marvel. They did. Oh God, you know, yeah. He got two panels to kind of explain, you know, the retcon they were doing with him. At least with Tim, they attempted to construct a story of, about what's going on. Uh, but it, it kind of fits with all the everything moving all at once simultaneously, and it, it doesn't feel like there's a clear plan. And so, to a lot of collectors and, and readers, they're like, I, I. You know, I've invested thousands of dollars into comics. I'd like to at least feel like there's some kind of plan somewhere. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, I actually, when it came, da, 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 I always do this. I mess up what I'm showing. So I apologize. Oh. Um, I I actually thought the Tim story, um, I think it was Megan Fritz Martin. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like it felt very human in approach. Whereas it was like, the end was like, I don't know. What is this? What I don't know what we're doing, but it could be a date. He actually, you know, everyone's saying he's bi. We don't, we don't know. It's just one date. But um, yeah. as far as John goes, I see a lot of people. I obviously I want to predicate this for anyone listening. It's a rumor from a very unreliable source. So. Um, well, I mean, this, this rumor, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the rumor is that DC's starting is going to make uh, John Kent gay. And so, I mean, who, who knows, right? So, I mean, anything could happen, certainly. But if you're like going to Vegas odds this thing, um, you know, we've seen Future State and we've seen John Kent dating Yara Floor. But was so, he? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in a relationship together. So where did it say that? I looked back at my issues. I did not see it. You might be right. I just, I just thought they were like frenzy. Yeah, well, I, I guess it could. It, it maybe it just heavily implied. Yeah, so, and I, mean, I think it implied for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely made that in the Justice League issues for Future State, and then the Superman, uh, Wonder Girl, Wonder Woman issues. It, it, it definitely felt like there was a relationship there. Maybe we were reading into it, but it definitely felt that way. So I think that that it there there'd have to be a lot of kind of you know jumping through hoops in order to make that if, if they're going to make him gay then it's contradicted some other stuff they've done i i believe there were some scenes of john kent kind of admiring uh women uh, in his title so i mean again who knows maybe maybe he's by i i have no idea i'm sure dc would actually kind of love to have the headline of superman's son is gay Superman. oh yeah that would be that that's the kind of news they want but i i don't i i'd be surprised i guess i i don't see them going there with it um, I just, you know, I, again, anything could happen, but I, I don't, I don't personally see it, but you know, who knows? I, they, they're not keeping things consistent. So you never know. So my argument against or for this, actually, um, I don't see it either. I think it's a rumor. I don't think it's going to be true. I want to be clear when I say that, huh? but it was, um, it's a new character, new enough. Everyone says, make new characters to make them gay. Make new characters. Uh, he's only six years mm -hmm. old. Okay. He's only been this age for three. He's yeah. only had like what? A kiss, a flirt, maybe a relationship. Like he's well, not got past marriages with children. He doesn't have that. No, but he does. They did have a, I mean, he was dating Saturn girl and Legion of superheroes. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they're just going to, if they're going to say surprise, he's gay. It's they're going to have to do some work to, I mean, well, or maybe, I mean, they did, <laughs> or maybe you just open up the issue one day and it's like, ah, eh, we're just forget all that stuff. So, oh yeah. And, and I think, I think it would be one of their better ones because he's so much more of a clean slate, but mm -hmm. I, again, I don't sure. think it's going to happen, but it would also give him a little, cause he's basically his dad at this point, right? He's got yeah. his best friend who's, you know, not, not Batman Damien. He, he does everything his dad does. It would make him different. Um, yeah. And and then again, you know, for lack of a better term, make him feel alien, <laughs> even yeah. though he is half alien. But I, I just I don't see it happening. I I think I don't either. Yeah. I I think it's too uh, okay. Well, I say it's too much, too fast with them. But then we just said how much they were doing so fast. So mm -hmm. I I don't know. I, I think I think it was somebody wanting to stir up shit because they don't. Well, uh, I mean, I, I, I think I'll leave that alone. I think you can look at that and go, I mean, they're, they're, they're certainly wanting to make adjustments to a lot of characters. So, I mean, the, the overall premise I get, I just, uh, I think this one is more of a guess than, than any kind of reliable rumor, but, but again, who knows? Um, I, and, and clearly DC is still printing. So all rumors are not reliable. Um, uh, I, I think the best thing in this situation is just to, Wait it out and consider the source. I I I don't I don't know. I I, I, I can't see it. I think they have other other priorities, but you know, again, I I think that they'll uh, I think they'll do a lot of mileage out of Tim. I think that oh yeah, he's going to show up again in what two issues with Urban Legends, and I think they'll they'll want to work that for a while. I think before doing more. I don't think that the John Kent as uh, Superman storyline is going to last as long as people think. I think that they'll they'll migrate back to Clark. I mean it. 
if Discovery is going to take more of an interest in what DC is doing, then they're going to want their comics to feel like their licenses, and they're going to they're going to rewind a lot of this stuff. Uh, I mean, they, oh yeah, both Marvel and DC, both by the way. There, there's there's we're seeing a tightening, and I mean, I could say more. I mean, with authority, I do have a lot of friends in David Gabriel's office. I do talk to a bunch of people over at Marvel. There is an overall like uh, the walls are closing to where. They want the comics to feel like the movies. They want there to be some nice synergy. They want those licenses to line up. They're not going to have them be radically different. And, you know, that's, that's good, good news for people. So Yeah. And you know what? I quit Marvel for a really long time. And I've been noticing because I'm dipping my feet back in because there's a lot of stuff that I like. Like you mentioned, the Defenders. Um, mm-hmm. Moon Knight's yeah. been so good. Like, yeah, definitely. There is a lot that has come back up or back around that has been really good compared to, you know, three or four years ago. It's, I don't know what they're doing, but they're absolutely improving. Like, even I would say the trial of Magneto wasn't bad. Like, there was a lot of, like, repetition in it, which I think they could have got rid of. But it seems like they're kind of tightening ship, I guess, is the best way to put it. For somebody that doesn't read yeah. more than two or three Marvel books a week it's it's thoroughly improving yeah yeah no it's 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 um it, it, the, the end result of all this and I, I tell people this and they're like oh things are gonna get a lot better it's like well maybe because you know the, the idw books that, that they do for marvel are very aligned to the movies they're very kind of within that that locked uh, universe and if you like those that's, I think, the future of a lot of Marvel and DC. It's going to feel like that. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to want a lot of confusion in their channel. Disney never does. So we'll see. I, I mean, that's that sounds very doom and gloomy, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. There's not much more we can do than that. But yeah, again, yeah. rumor. <laughs> yeah. rumor. A, I, there's so many people reporting on it. And and it's like, just be careful what yeah. you say. And, and a lot of it, like. I don't know. I it's, just go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's just it's within the world of possibility for sure. I mean, they, they've you know, six months ago, we could have said they're going to make Tim Drake buy and everybody would have thought that was ludicrous. But here we are. And, um, you know, it, it's within the realm of possibility. I just I, I, again, the, the odds are, are against it for a few reasons. But, you know, I mean, who knows? Yeah, it finally got a new Moon Knight 2 today. I, I'm surprised how much I like that book. The art Everything about that book is good. And I'm I know they're doing the uh I don't know if it's it's probably next year, I'm assuming at this point, the uh show with Oscar Isaac. Yeah um as yeah. Moon Knight. I, I they've got to put something out good from him in order for people to go back and look at the comics to actually and this is the series to do it with. I it's really, really good. Um Yeah. Yeah, it I don't really think I'm reading much else for Marvel. There's not there's not a lot Shing or Song Chi. That's another one that's been really good. Um, have, yeah. Are you going to see the movie? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll, I'll get to see it a little bit early, which would be nice. So I'm looking. Oh, that's to awesome. Are you going to review it? Uh, I will. Yeah. Uh, there, the what the embargo will be over, and I can do some stuff with it for sure. Aha! Uh-huh, that's so cool. Um, it, it will be it looks really good. I think uh, a lot of people saying that's going to be the bomb of the year. I I think that one's going to probably do the best because it's going to tie there. There's you know, I've heard some things. I don't want to give away spoilers here, but they're there. This one's probably going to tie the most into the rest of the Marvel universe than any of the, the other two. 
than Black Widow or Eternals. And so if you're a big kind of MCU, you like all those connections, then I think this is probably going to be your movie of the year for those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eternals looked. um, Okay, so Marvel is very formulaic, right? With the way they do things. There's always, you know, a first act, a a climax, and then you've got a huge third heroic act in it. You always can predict it. I think they change that up quite a bit with the shows. But Eternals doesn't look that way at all. And I don't know if that's a really good thing or if it makes me not interested. <laughs> like, it's so, so different. And I never read Eternals in the comics, even when I was into Marvel. Oh, yeah. um, I don't I don't know too many people that actually did. Did you read oh. Eternals? I mean, I read everything. So okay, I, exactly. I, yeah. I should have known. <laughs> well, I read it all, I, but it's it's not. I mean, it's never been one of their their A books. Uh, there's been some fun stuff. I think what was the last one, the Neil Gaiman reboot, was pretty good when they did that a little bit. But I mean, it's I, the 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 challenge I think with Eternals is that it and and this is where they have to get past the trailers. They keep showing all these kind of jokey bits and right. You know, you're, you're either this super awesome society that can pretty much tackle anything and you're kind of gods. But it, but then when you're quipping about kind of table quality, I mean, I, I don't know what you're doing at that point. Yeah, like, oh, it's it's Ikea. Like, OK, Ikea. it was cute. You, you're trying to do the um, you're trying to do the whole like, you know, typical yeah. humor that they have. I get it. But it, yeah. it, it looks like. Even those, what was it, Entertainment Weekly put out those really cool pictures with the gold and black. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff makes me want to go see it. Then I watch the trailers, and I'm like, I don't understand. Usually, I can get a basic concept of what's going on, and I'm like, what? Yeah. What am I What am I looking at? Especially that first one. It was like, yeah. all right, okay. I guess I'll probably end up going seeing it just because it's a Marvel movie. And it's kind of being posed as this amazing um who is it? Chloe Zhao that's doing yeah. it, I think. Yeah. And I know she does good work. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but it's like being posed as the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah. It looks, it's definitely different. I, I don't know. Um, I think the predictions for Song Chi have been pretty low because of I think there's a lot of reasons you know you said it might be the bomb of the year people think it's going to be but i think a lot of people are nervous with the delta variant yep and, and, and putting it out on labor day weekend that's dumb like oh for sure yeah like well we're, <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a lot of reasons i want to see abomination though like i i think that's a good abomination that is well, I, yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, we'll see. I, I, the actor from Kim's Convenience is is got some uh, some good chops. We'll see what he can do with it, but uh, it it is going to have more. You know, we've seen the abomination in the uh, in the trailer, but there are other characters we've seen before in the Marvel movies that will show up that are surprises. So, for uh, ha, ha. I, I would, know they I know they said something about an end credit scene was important too. So yes, two end credit scenes. Two. Oh, that's freaking awesome. So did you just because we're talking movies real quick, what did did you watch Suicide Squad? I don't remember seeing you talk. I did. I did. Uh, I've got a review coming out with a guy who I normally review movies with. And and yeah, I saw that. I mean, I I try and watch all this stuff. I saw that one on the road. That's a movie, by the way, you you shouldn't watch when you're on a plane seated next to somebody that that doesn't. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that would be terrible. One second. Doc Holliday. Thank you so much. Watch Venom. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um. Thank you so much, Doc. I Venom two look like what is it? Let there be carnage. It looks so like I was so pumped when that trailer went off. It seeing like carnage is 
uh, the embodiment like of evil to me in the MCU or rather the mm-hmm. Marvel Universe, Marvel Comics. It, it looks awesome. I, I liked the first one, though. I know a lot of people didn't care for it. Yeah, Woody Harrelson uh, as Carnage. So that should be it. It, it should be good. I, I'm there, there's some there's some movies. It, the challenge with all these movies, though, is like nobody knows what to do with the with the Delta variant with theaters. It's yeah kind of going on like it's it's just uh, going to be a crap time for trying to make money off movies right now. I know. And it's it's hopefully like I really, really like the uh, day and date. I know a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not good for or movie uh companies and theaters and i know i know it's not but i love it i love being able to even with 30 bucks like mm-hmm. think about like if you're going you're gonna spend that anyway i absolutely love it but i know it's not good i, I wouldn't mind getting back to the theaters though i forgot about that one so suicide squad what'd you think i liked it i mean i, I thought it was fine i i um uh, let's see i don't i'm a little bit over james gunn's humor but still it was fun. I mean, I, I I look at these movies and I just want to see some things I didn't expect. Um, I'm I'm a little. Uh, I feel like they've done too much with Harley Quinn. <laughs> a little. What? No, I know. I just no. <laughs> I wanted to see them dial, and this is more for the comics, by the way. Just a little bit. Just just don't Deadpool it. Just a little bit. Just be a little bit more sparing with the character. I think there's some been some amazing versions of Harley Quinn, but I think you've. They've also put a lot of Harley Quinn out. Um, and I, I feel like that the more they put out, the, the less special the character is. And uh, but but I like Suicide Squad. I, I have no complaints. It was fine. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, um, especially compared to what we've seen lately. It was very different. Yeah, very different. It was nice. But it was, was nice. like it felt like Suicide Squad to me again because, well, the other one was something else. But this one felt like even going into almost all the Suicide Squad books you read, you go in and you know most of them are going to be dead. You know this is going to happen. And I, that's kind of what it felt like Yeah. again. You know what I mean? Well, it felt like that. And I love the titles that they did. That yeah. like <laughs> reminded well, me of like reading a six-issue miniseries. They all have their own titles. And I loved it. I thought it was really unique. I, I, I thought it was fun. I, I think with movies, I mean... For me, there's like two, there's two classes of movies. There's some movies I just absolutely just enjoy. I'll, I'll go back and I'll watch them again and again and again. Um, I think that they're really kind of clever. I'm trying right now to think. I like, it is a James Gunn movie, super. I really enjoyed, fun movie, a lot of new, new stuff going on. And then there's a second tier of just films that all I want to do is be mindlessly entertained, if you will, just just something, you're doing a little bit different. I can watch it, enjoy it. I'm not pissed at yep. the end. And that's a good movie to me. Like, I, I just don't want to feel bad about the two hours I spent watching it. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think I really, that yeah. one did good. Speaking of Harley Quinn, I yeah. don't know. I don't know how you can have too much. I, I love Harley <laughs> Quinn. She's like, <laughs> I think that's just a freaking girl thing. Every girl loves Harley Quinn. They love Catwoman. They love oh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, we love them all. What, have you been reading um, Stephanie Phillips, Harley Quinn? I have, and I think it's good. I think it. I enjoyed that book. Um, I, I think what's coming from that comment, by the way, is uh, Stefan, uh, who's been in, in the chats from time to time, I think his Harleen book was just incredible. Oh, my yeah. God. Wonderful. And it came so out. So good. It came out in a month with, uh, I believe, seven other Harley Quinn books. And oh it's like, goodness. I mean, how does it stand out at that point? It's, it's kind of like the Batman problem again. It's like, man, just, just space these things out because you had this Harleen book that I think suffered in sales because it was 
you know, there were, there were so much other, there's so much more on the shelf. And so you're, you're getting some really great stuff out there and you're just letting it kind of vanish. Uh, and that's, that's, to me, that's the problem with, with uh, Harley Quinn right now. See, that book to me is like, if they really, okay, they made mm, whatever it's called, Harley Quinn and the fabulous man. I, yeah. Just, Birds of prey. They made birds of prey. We're just going to call it that. Yep. Um, But they had the outline for a good Harley Quinn story through <laughs> Steven Sajak. Like yep. his art, he's one of my favorite artists. I actually, the only reason I ever even downloaded Webtoons because he was on there. But yep. um, the way he did that entire story, including the stuff with um, uh, Two Face, was yep. so good. It would be the perfect outline for a Harley Quinn introduction movie. I don't know why they don't think to use. Stuff like that. Like, wasn't that when oh. Damned was coming out also? Yep. I yeah, mean, that was so, so weird. Many. Just like, just you've got the screenplay. Uh, if anything, get, get Stefan back and just like make that series into a screenplay, print it, put it out on HBO Max. Like, what, what do you do? You've got the script right there. Just, just, yeah, exactly. It was a really great series, really tight script, could easily make that into a movie. Wouldn't even cost you much money. I mean, the script no. would be tiny for that. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I, I I absolutely love that book. And um, I think it gets Harley. And I think that's the thing. It, it gets, yeah, she had weird dreams and she did this, but it gets her voice right. Whereas a lot of people make her that Deadpool-esque. Yes, Harley's going to say what's ever on her mind. She's not going to filter herself. She's going to do this. But mm -hmm. she's also not going to walk around looking like a jackass like she does sometimes with some writers. Not Stephanie Phillips, but sure. sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit of it's a shame because there are even in the last several years, there's comics that DC have made, comics that Marvel has made. Yeah, Handsome Joker was a bit weird. I agree. no, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But you could uh, you could take these comics and you could get a really nice high end animation studio and you could just pump this stuff out on your streaming channel like you know direct adaptation and do great. I, I don't uh -huh. know. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're, why, why are you, you're, you're making it way too hard on yourself. Yeah, I really, really, I forgot about that. I actually reviewed that on my channel, but it's been, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done so many videos that it's like they get, they get lost too. But yeah, that one was, I have no idea what you're talking about there. No, no, you've got me, you've got me um, <laughs> killed with the videos. I, I swear sometimes I can't come up with an idea and there's so many different things, but I, I'm like original topic. What's that? <laughs> I don't know how to make those. Um, but yeah, Stephanie Phillips. The only my main criteria. Uh, let me answer this first. Uh, Gary, thank you. I'm fed up with Arlie. How dare you? <laughs> and I want to spin up from Brightburn with other Justice League type characters. They tease. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen Brightburn yet. Is have you, is it any good? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's a it's a the darker view of uh, superheroes. But yeah, I mean, make that into a. Uh, you know franchise right there there's there's a lot of good stuff out there um thank you gary by the way um it's a superhero movie is it like evil superman i'm assuming yeah yeah that i mean basically yes yeah i thought so but it does look good isn't that james gunn also yeah and it's it's fun stuff i mean it's it's a it's a good dark view of superheroes gone wrong and that's always fun and I oh yeah I like some of these movies that they they're playing outside the Marvel and DC universe and they're giving us something else. That's why I like super. And I like some of these other films, like get some, get some different takes. That would be, that'd be wonderful. I like, uh, 
I like the way I think when they did the boys, it um they took out a lot of the elements I didn't like from the comic book. Like I I, I don't want to see you know, um Homelander eating babies. Some <laughs> of the stuff they did with the Me Too stuff was way too far in the comics. So I think they fixed a lot of that. The boys I love though. That and Doom Patrol is so good. I'm anxious to see Doom Patrol came back. I'm glad to see it's coming back. So I'm glad I'll be curious to see the third season. And and that's a, that is a fun little series. So out of curiosity, because I just made a whole bunch of people mad the other day. Have you seen Titans this season? Yeah. Um, I mean, I have issues with Titans. Uh, oh just, god, yeah. In general. And I like I like a lot of the writers um who are on. I mean, I I talked to Brian Overhill and and others. I just uh, that in the nicest way possible. It, the show's not for me. <laughs> it's just and that's exactly right. I was actually when I was watching the credits, I was surprised to see his name because he's such a good writer. And mm-hmm. I was like, "What did you do to Br- what did you do to Jason? What did you do to Bruce?" Like these are char- feel felt like characters I was unfamiliar with in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, I it's I can't tell. It, this feels like they're doing CW writing, but with yes, like it, it just. It's hard to watch. I mean, my wife and I will sit and watch some of these and like both like she Titans comes on and she hears the opening theme and she's like, what? <laughs> why are we watching this? Like, seriously, why? She just she looks over me every time like we could be watching just random streamers on YouTube right now. Why are we doing this? Yeah, so. it's it's something else. I was actually really because I didn't mind the first two seasons at all. I was really disappointed with this one. But uh, Vin, Vin, well, la, 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 see if I can get this right. Vanitticus. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure I said your name wrong. Stargirl <laughs> too. Stargirl for me has been fantastic. Like, I absolutely, I, I love that they wouldn't make it bad anyways because, you know, it's Courtney's base also, Jeff, Jeff John's sister, but oh my God, it's so good. Like, they dropped Obsidian's name the other day and I literally was like, yes! It's so yeah. nice to see the JSA characters actually respected you know what i mean yeah i i you can tell in a show when i think there's some there's at least making some attempt to kind of respect the source material and it's always very very nice when that i mean even if they do different things you can you can still see that thread there with titans it just i I, again i i can't tell where they're going or where they want to go with that show oh god yeah it's so different watching uh suicide squad 2 i wasn't expecting to have a crush on rat catcher you and me both (laughs) (laughs) when here we are thank you so much exploding printy at work um and reese thank you so much for the super sticker i i thank you both i was surprised like yeah rat catcher was amazing she every time she walked in the room she was like stole the show she was so good yeah yeah i mean this bodes well for they're going to do all these spinoffs now you get the well you get peacemaker coming up on hbo and you're going to get a couple others i mean how though uh oh well you know the end credit scene with peacemaker i understand that but that character is irredeemable in a lot of people's eyes no for sure yeah no but I, I i mean i'm just i think uh that that movie, even though it's being billed as kind of a, a bomb and it didn't make the money they were hoping, again, in pandemic times, what does even the money they're hoping mean anymore? But if it can launch several of these other little franchises, and and yeah, let's get a let's get a rat catcher show or, or let's see more of that character. I, I think that right? they, did, they did work that I think they can make more money off of later. 
Yeah, and I think if they put like I, I'm sure, I'm sure it would be so expensive to have King Shark in anything, like not only the voice, but just the CGI. But have them together in a show would be so cool. Robert Willing, mm-hmm. um, settle something, please. Oh boy. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> neither extremes, SJW, anti SJWs, are representative of the majority on social media. Correct, of course. The majority oh, yeah. of those are off stream. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Nobody, yeah. the most, uh, whether it's, you know, the far left or the far right or whatever you want to say, I, SJWs, anti SJWs, those are vocal minority, both sides. I think there is a happy medium in between both of their ideals. But I, but I definitely think the majority of people are just, what is it like? Ten percent of people on, are on Twitter. Like it's not that much. No, um, no, it's tiny. And and keep in mind, like when you're looking at Twitter, ten um, percent of the people make ninety percent of the tweets. That's so crazy. You're hearing from a tiny amount, really. Yeah. And then of those people, I mean, there's you, you kind of you can do the math down, but I mean, the actual comic buying audience that's on social media, probably around one percent. It's tiny. It's, yeah. It, and that doesn't mean that the people who aren't talking up on social media don't have the same opinions. They might. We don't know. They're not saying anything. But um, you can't look at the noisiest voices on social media on, in any in any other case and assume that's the majority because it's just not. Yeah, exactly. And thank you, Robert, by the way. But and also, I think with that, you can't look at not just Twitter. You can't look at YouTube and expect that to be the majority of the voices either, because yeah. there's a. There's a ceiling effect that happens when it comes to like whether it's uh, SJWs or anti-SJWs. They're mm-hmm. going to get, you know, I guess the best way to put it is they're going to get these followers that believe in the same things they do. They that feel the same way they do. A yeah. lot of them feel disenfranchised by the companies or, or almost betrayed in some way. But there's that ceiling effect because they're going to hit where the normies go on YouTube and watch something like a breakdown or all of the Easter eggs or, and that's where you're going to get that ceiling effect. And I don't think there's a lot on YouTube mm-hmm. that, that is very much different than Twitter. It's just the, it's just the opposite end of the spectrum. It's still people creating outrage for the sake of outrage sometimes, or maybe yeah. they, I, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It, it doesn't translate to buyers. I mean, I'm up here in the Pacific Northwest in the Seattle area. Well, my shop, I'm good friends with the uh, guy who runs Golden Age Collectibles, uh, Tony. And then uh, certainly you've got Xanadu, which is sadly no longer in business. But you have those people. And we would run, uh, among others, would run ads on Facebook or ads on Twitter. Yeah. And of our customers, it would be, you know, we, we, had, we ran an ad, all, all of us, on Facebook and Twitter. And combined, uh, we had 20 people who brought the little ad into the shop. Now we're doing thousands of customers of business. And oh wow! Just, it, it, nobody, nobody is is there. It, I mean, or if they're there, they're they're not getting involved in these comic discussions. It's just tiny, and that's yeah. that's the thing with YouTube as well, for sure. And and I think comics at YouTube as a tiny market. That's absolutely right. It's a very mm-hmm. niche market, and there's not a lot. It there's a lot of people that disagree with me or agree with me, but there's a lot more people that are going to go to the mad or the other mad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's always, somebody's going to always be mad about something. Just enjoy what, don't let that take away from what you like. Mm -hmm. I I think, I think it was kind of hard to learn that lesson. Very hard. Yeah. 
it took it and honestly took me a long time to be like but that doesn't make me mad why do i want to report on it yeah. and and it it's true like it's just you gotta you gotta kind of look at what the normies want and the normies just want good comics That's yeah it. absolutely it's it's not uh, the social media i mean it and it's geared to make you mad because when you're mad you're making the social media companies more money Right. And that's, you know, that's, that's the mechanism there. It doesn't really translate to, to much and it's, it, but it's, it's tough. It's tough to, to see that. But I mean, you know, to put it in perspective, um, you know, we're all doing this, this stuff on YouTube with comics, even the really major comic channels, ones that have a uh, hundred thousand plus subs. Um, there's a guy, there's uncle Roger who does parody jokes on cooking videos. It's got 4 million subs and he's growing oh, about wow. 150 uh, a week, 150,000. So we're, we're small potatoes here. Oh yeah. Small, very small. Did you guys hear about the black canary live action? Is that, I did hear about that. I think they're doing a, I want to say a movie. Um, with, I thought it was a direct for HBO movie. Yeah. That's what I think it is too. Same with, uh, what was it? Batgirl that they just announced. I, mm-hmm. I don't see, I liked her as black canary. I would say in birds of prey, she was kind of one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, I think she did a pretty good job. Then again, I don't know. I just those. It feels like those when they say direct for HBO Max. Remember those movies like in the nineties that were like Aladdin Seven, yeah. straight to VHS. That's what they feel like to me. Yeah, yeah. I it's, it totally. It's. It, I think they don't have to be cheesy, but I they they never put the money into them, and they always come off as like a made for a made for TV movie. Yeah, it does. It um, really does. Um. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> just stumbled across a video about Tom King who recently had a fan kicked out of a convention for taking his mask off. Yeah. <sighs> I don't get it. I don't. I well, still so, yeah. go ahead. Well, I mean, I, so this is, they're, they're referring to awesome con in DC. And um, I mean, all I can say is you, you can contact awesome con. They've got a contact form and they were pretty quick to respond. Very cheerful. I, I think this story has been exaggerated. I think so too. Yeah. I think it was, and I he even um here actually let me see if I got it. I think he's changed his story around a bit. Yeah, I was just gonna say that because I I brought it up earlier. Um, yeah, and the way, initial tweet is gone. The yeah, he's deleted his initial tweet and he's changed his story around a little bit. I mean, the the convention claimed that they they've had a very good. I mean, look look at it from the convention side. Of, and by the way, I did say Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger's a, a, a comedian. That's that's what I said. Sorry, um, but. <laughs> Uncle Roger. He's hilarious, by the way. You should check that out. Um, Never heard of him. It's it's crazy stuff. Uh, the, but uh, this, if you're the convention and you're looking at this story, all you're trying to do is you're trying to run a convention for, again, you, you've, you had to take a year off. Your business is hurt. All you want to do is send a message that it's fun. You want to come. It'll be safe. Enjoy yourself. You, you don't want any kind of drama about one of your guests uh, screaming obscenities at somebody and kicking them out. Like You, you don't want that. If you're the convention. So I suspect that this change story that you're looking at right now uh, that seemed to kind of downplay some of this, I, I would be willing to bet that somebody from the convention's like, hey, will you stop? Will you stop telling uh, everybody that you, all your followers yeah. that you, you, you cursed at somebody and yelled at them and got them kicked out? Like, that's not helping us right now. Like, why exaggerate that story, though? Like, yeah. clearly it was exaggerated. He's dialed it back. But why even start out that way? I mean, I think you're, you're, you know, the, the, the whole COVID I and mean, wherever you fall on it with vaccines and the masks and everything, no matter where you are on this, 
it's it's become such a like a, a, a thing people want to rant about constantly. And it's 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 not helping anyone like I like who if you're pro mask and vaccine um, screaming at people, hey, dummies, take the vaccine like that. You're, you're winning no hearts with that approach. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. That's not you're not going to change anybody's mind by going. You should have this, you idiot. Like that no. that doesn't work. How about telling me why in a calm manner, not screaming obscenities and telling me I'm stupid <laughs> if I do or do not get it. Terrible yeah. approach. And and it's not self-serving. Like if you're if you're thinking, oh my God, I gotta get people a vaccine for myself, like I, I'm immune compromised or my kids or whatever it happened to be, if you're really worried about it, like you should be you should be smarter, be be thinking about how you actually had this happen. Just screaming at somebody like i'm a parent two daughters if i want them to do something um the approach is not screaming at them <laughs> until they do it they will not do it no you get more what is it you get more flies with sugar instead of vinegar i yes. i'm really bad with those old things i know it's something like that but yeah it seems like it that that's exactly right good mark it seems like yeah just don't 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 go scream i mean it's you're not nobody's gonna be like oh my god i was uh i was thinking i wasn't gonna go get the vaccine but when this guy called me a yes a, oh, I uh, troll i guess now i should I'm like come yeah on. exactly and then i noticed he i don't know if he was saying the guy about the rorschach mask yeah. because he's writing rorschach or because rorschach has been widely known for being that character that you're not supposed to like yeah. um i I didn't quite understand it. Let me. I took my pants up. What? Yeah. I took my pants out at a, at a convention, and Tom King yelled at me. Very unprofessional. Uh, but my first question is, why are you taking your pants off? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I don't quite understand it, but thank you. Like <laughs> the way he described it, without any context, too, seemed like well, maybe the guy was really excited to see you, and 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 accidentally wanted to wipe his nose. You know what I'm saying? Like. He leaves zero context within it to actually make yeah. you make sense of the situation. I, I huh, and then he died. What does it say? Cutting the light and do came up. He told us um, he had a mask before. Obviously, if he was dressed like so, okay. So he said originally he was dressed like Rorschach, making it seem like the mask was Rorschach. And now he's saying he was wearing a Rorschach jacket. Like none of what you're saying makes sense. You got caught in a lie. Say like it's just weird. It's a, it's a weird store. And again, I mean, why why are you telling us this? Are you telling us because you want people to go get the vaccine? Are you telling us because you, you think that people should feel sorry for yourself because you're a creator having to put up with this crap? I mean, like what what is the point to this story? It's it's yeah bizarre. It, it really is like if you're just trying to do it to make yourself sound, I don't know, like a 12 year old when they try to sound cool. Yeah, it doesn't work. It makes you look kind of like a jackass. Like it just it Very does. Good. And and there's a lot like I really am enjoying actually his. um Oh, what is it? His Supergirl. I thought I think it's really good. I think it's some of his best writing in a very long time. Now, mind you, I can't read as a someone that reads every single bat title. I can't read his Batman and Catwoman, but yeah. his his Supergirl is awesome, and so is his. Uh, or not? I another one I dropped off of was his Rorschach. So I don't know. What are you trying to do? <laughs> like it's 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 so weird to me. He's so weird. It, it's. I think there's a desire to kind of 
tell a story, this fantastic story about what happened at the Comic Con where he's kind of the, the hero in the center of it. And it's like, people are lining up to get your autograph. Like you're, you're already the hero. You don't need yeah. any, you don't need stories. You don't need to bravely stop a terrorist in the middle of, you know, the comic con. You can just sign the comics because people are already looking up to you. I, I don't, it's, it's a very weird flex. And I, um, I think a lot of it almost has to do with uh, the video you did earlier today. Wanting, they want to belong in that group. Oh yeah. Of yeah. beliefs that, that group, like, you know, it it, it it happened. I say this so often. I feel bad. It's on both sides, clearly. Oh, but sure. you want to you want to think like that group think, and I and I I don't quite understand that. <laughs> no, like a lot I, of people don't. I, I mean, there's a lot of great comment. You're you're interviewing uh, Ram V. I think there's a guy who seems very comfortable in his own skin, likes what he does. Clearly, good rapport with the fans. I mean, most 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 people, I don't think, get sucked into this. But there's a handful yes. that. They really feel like they've got to be part of some VIP room. So they'll do whatever it takes. And, you know, the, the money, the fame, none of that matters. It's just I got to get in that special room with the special people and then I'll be accepted. And it's it's a uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, grow up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, it's weird to me because it would seem like in order mm -hmm. to get into that VIP room, which Tom King would be a part of, would be by doing the work you're hired for by being the best at what you're hired for, like the best way to show people your, you know, that dislike you is just to be successful. <laughs> yes. And, and it doesn't seem like that is the narrative anymore. It's you've got to be like the other. And you're right. There's a lot, there's a lot of people. And that's one thing that drives me crazy is like um, people saying, you know, SJWs are taking over the industry. Da, 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 da. It's a narrative that's gone on for a long time. When a lot of the ones that are highlighted aren't really in the industry, <laughs> like no, it's, it doesn't work it's out that Joe way. Glass, or you know what I mean? Yeah, and and I mean, I, I watch people, uh, kind of entry level comic creators, on you know, publicly say things like, "Man, I really hope Donny Cates will like my my tweet." Uh, that's all I need to make it through the day. If Donny Cates will like my tweet, it's like. That, that's not putting a single dollar on your table. That's not writing a single comic. Like what, what does that have to do with anything? I'm glad you like Donny Cates likes you, but who cares? Like, I mean, really, you, you, that, does, that doesn't mean anything. It means um, nothing why, at all. Yeah. Why do you care about that? It's, it's very weird. I've had people where like, uh, I mean, I remember when Bendis's account got hacked and he unfollowed, you know, like when he set things back up again, he had unfollowed a bunch of people and I had, comic writers and artists i mean people i know like in my dms uh, just heartbroken like bendis unfollowed me i don't know what i'm gonna do with myself now it's like i, I think you'll make it you'll be okay you'll be okay you'll learn to love again you'll be all right oh my goodness they're so weird so what do you think about the um the going to webtoons um, it's smart for DC. I, I think that, it, you know, anything they can do to get their product in front of more eyes is smart. I, I think the, the smartest part about their deal with Webtoons is something that kind of got buried in the article. And it's that they're going to let uh, current Webtoons creators do the work. It's, it's not going to be them creating content and taking it to Webtoons. It's going to be them going to Webtoons and Webtoon people. I mean, people who know that platform are going to make the content and that's that's going to give them a much higher shot at success in korea and other places i think i agree but will it upset some people oh yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it's already, I mean, there's definitely some creators who are angry. There's questions about, uh, you know, I fought my way to get into DC. Now, you know, some no-name person in Korea has taken my job. I, I, there's there's definitely some of that. And um, and on the other end, you have people saying, you know, how dare they go digital? I'll never buy any of that digital stuff. And it's like, I mean, okay, you know, they but they got to do something. Yeah, and I think um, the biggest thing with this is it's going to bring in that younger audience. And I think that's a lot of the whole narrative with manga and, and oh, yeah. verse verse comics is audience for comics and manga are two different target audience. It like, is absolutely. When you when kids, it amazes me how much kids love that stuff. And don't get me wrong, I started reading My Hero Academia. There's a couple I've been reading Tokyo Ghoul, and I watched uh uh Dang and Rapa. There's a couple oh, yeah. that I that I do enjoy. Um, but it is clearly a different audience. The audience that comics had aged with it. Yep. Yeah. And now we're all older and still buying comics. So they need to figure out a way to get that audience back. And I think the Fortnite comic, I mentioned this one a lot, yeah. but it was, it was like better than I would have ever expected it to be <laughs> like, well, for sure. I, I mean, I, that was, that was better than it had any right being. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing because it was like, Okay, it sold really well. I understand you got those little the codes, right? You could get a, a back bling or a, or a pickaxe, which is cool. I think it's cool. And if that's why you're buying it, then cool. But it still brought kids to the audience. BM, um, yeah. liking the calm stream, even though I'm like, thank you for coming, BM. You're awesome. Webtoons doesn't just have Koreans. Everybody all over the world makes them on the app. Absolutely true. Yeah, it's got 10 million plus subs, I think, or, or active wow. readers, something like that. About a million of those are in North America. The rest are, I mean, it, it is heavily centered in Asia, of course, heavily centered in Korea, because that's kind of its home. Uh, but it's 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 global. And it does have readers that are global as well. Um, and somebody mentioned up above, by the way, DC will fire uh, the people from Webtoon. No, I mean, they don't have the ability to do that. So yeah. it's, uh, it's interesting. Thank you, BM and Leo. Before EBS, you ever seen anyone talk about John? No. No, no that's why I, I said so. clearly consider the source. Thank you, Leo, very much. Yeah. Um, can Robert or Hooded Justice, can you get the webcam girls? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but clearly they are not here for me. Oh, my yeah, goodness. <laughs> Gary, wait a minute. Uh, you're not meant to like Rorschach. Okay, I'm just going to pretend I don't know. Watchman, I, you know, a lot of people do like Rorschach. It was just Alan Moore is the grumpiest of the grumpy old men. Like he <laughs> is the man screaming, "Get off my lawn!" <laughs> and, and he was like, "When people, what did he say? When people like Rorschach, I'm like, okay, buddy, get away from me. Like, dude, that's your creation." <laughs> I, Come on I, now. That's a comic idea there. You get kind of the grumpiest uh, comic creators from the past. You have like Alan Moore in there and you'd have John Byrne and you have some of these guys who just are, are just really angry at this point. That'd be a hilarious. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Spinner. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Have God. you ever seen Azira's voice uh, trolling people as Joker on Fortnite? No, I haven't. Sounds dang near Matt. I am a love version. I haven't heard it. That's um, awesome. I'm going to have to go look I'll, that up. Yeah, I am too, because I love that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's so nice to get away from like the dramatics of the day and just watch something silly. <laughs> yeah, thank you great. so much, Spinner. Um, and James, thank you. If you were a young guy or gal making a horror comic, 
or action comic right now, would you go to Webtoons or direct market first? Ooh, that's a really good question, James. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, um, well, I mean, the, the, if I was, it would depend on the style. I mean, Webtoon is very different than a printed comic in terms of the storytelling. So, I mean, the, that'd be the first question is like, which, which make more sense to you as a, as a creator. But, uh, uh Webtoon is going to be a hell of a lot easier to get up and going with. Oh yeah. And, and I see, I didn't know much about webtoons until I was checking Steve on there. And then I kind of went through some of them and clearly it's not made for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But yep. some of it looked very interesting. I think if I was starting one up just because I am um, more direct market age, I would probably go that, like you said, it would be easier to go the other way, but without knowing that medium, like I know comics, you know, cause they have yep. a totally different format. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different way of reading and, and the count is different and how the story is laid out. I mean, it's, it's very different. And to some people that's going to be way easier to adapt to. Yeah. And I totally get that. And I, I, I do at one point want to dip my hands into writing because it's, it's stuff I've done before, but it's been so long and I'm so stuck in my ways and, I, <laughs> and I'm, I'm too old and, and I have zero talent when it, and like, I know when starting up a comic, it's like you got to get the artist, you got to get somebody good. I was trying just to get, um, because uh, I use my profile picture all the time for you know with with streamyards. I was trying. I love how just some guy has his little pictures. You know what I'm talking about, where he yeah. has like, uh, his drawing. So I tried to get commission for that, and I was just like, no, no commissions available. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just gonna stick to the same thing, uh, people like normalcy. But yeah, I, I. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of. Didn't you say at one point yeah. you were working on something like that? I've got a few things. Yeah, I mean, I've got a a project that's just mine that I'm writing and drawing completely, and it's about 120 pages. I think I'm 90 pages wow. now. So it's it's wow. Uh, it's but it's a passion project. It's it's um. I don't expect to make any money. I'll probably release it for free. I I don't know. I just I'm oh just, my goodness. Just want to see that it will come out. But I'm also um, I'm going to take uh, the money that's being made off YouTube because I feel like YouTube pushed me into ads. I, I wasn't happy about that, but they they wouldn't they wouldn't promote the videos. They won't. Because, they yeah. absolutely won't. Jerks. Um, so <laughs> I'm taking the money from the ads and I'm basically funding books with it. So people are coming that's up, they awesome. have a project, and I'm just paying for it to be printed so they can get it like a little boost. And then th- this should start. I'm fighting with Indiegogo now. I, I mean, I'm fighting with Kickstarter and Indiegogo, but I'm I'm amazed at both these platforms. Uh, it's a video for another time, but it it there there's there's aspects to them that are a pain in the butt. Yeah, I was talking to um, oh Trevor is his name. He's doing. I don't know if you ever heard about it. It's Helix Project Area Fifty One. Really oh, yeah. good project. Um, he was telling me how Kickstarter was just really hard to work with sometimes, and um, that's another person that does excellent work like putting out like three books in a year seems crazy when it, yeah. you've got indiegogos but he's putting out three or four books in a year i'm like dang dude you are on the ball i i love it but it's go it's ahead good stuff. it 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 uh i'm staring i'm staring right now i've got a bunch of boxes sitting here of the first comic that's <laughs> it's printed it's done so when the campaign goes it's like there's no there will be no wait for fulfillment it's going to just out because we just we paid for it all so. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, that should be really like, are you, and you're doing it on Indiegogo? I, I, or, I, I mean, guess. Kickstarter. I, I'd rather do it on Indiegogo because the way that they, uh, the way that it, the, the, the money comes in and flows is going to work better for this model where you already have the book in hand. However, 
Um, it's just the, the account setup is just, it's not <laughs> like, I want to put a company name in there. It's, it's stupid. Anyway, that's a stupid little that's problem. I'm finishing up a 14-page comic now that's going up on my website for free, though. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll, that's it, I'll definitely check it out. That's really cool. Um, I, I think with the webtoons, though, back to that we were talking about. <laughs> I get off track. I told you. Um, I think if they get that audience again at that age where you know we were when we started reading comics and they get them hooked, so to speak, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, when they grow up, they'll they'll still have that aging market whereas we'll already be aged out by then i think it's really smart now i don't know enough about webtoons to judge it like objectively but i i do think it's going to be a good thing i think a lot of this has to do with daniel cherry coming in and knowing some of the you know ways to kind of promote to that younger age didn't he do um esports before yeah, he was in uh, Activision, I believe, doing. That's marketing. what I thought. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. He clearly knows, you know. Um, I hope so. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we. That's the hope, at least. At least for now, I, he seems pretty competent. I've got questions, but yes, I, I do think if he does nothing else but break them into some global markets, get some places, new comics, and he'll have done his job. So I, yeah. I oh yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> ask Perch about the Joker manga. Oh yeah, yeah. No, what the? There, there's a lot. I mean, but ask what? There is a, there's a Joker manga. I think he's talking about the one I reviewed. Um, where Batman's a baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Oh my god. It's <laughs> funny. I, I was just looking. There's this uh, Batman and Joker. This is old. Called the Deal, which is this uh, kind of fan version of Batman Joker. It is the grimmest, darkest thing you've ever seen in your life. Like if you want some super sick nonsense it's uh the deal and it's it's free and it's a comic somebody made and it's it's insane oh my goodness leo thank you joe glass wrote some blog in january that suggests oh they should make <laughs> can't gay there's also a reddit post um that said the same thing around the same time probably the same person just saying yeah. just saying uh joe glass doesn't like me he was gonna come on my channel for an interview and i i play nice i'm never mean um Okay, well, I've never mean on interviews, but <laughs> he was like, um, I I don't think your brand suits me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I wasn't mad just because I, I thought it was out of left field anyway that he would say yes. So I, I, I don't like making people feel uncomfortable, though. Stephanie, I love that girl. She was so damn sweet. I, yeah. She's amazing. Did you hear about the Kickstarter consultant blocking people on Twitter? The, the the new one or the old one? They both do. <laughs> they both. Do. I, I mean, think the they're talking about the new one. I mean, it's a new new person, same as the old person. I what, what are you gonna do? I I mean, it's it's dumb. I I think I I have a long established stance. I think blocking, particularly block bots, are just stupid. I think it's self defeating. Ultimately, the person doing the blocking. But I mean, whatever whatever you want to do, it's it's your your party, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I, it's silly, but it's going to happen. They all use black bots and just. So yeah. I still have that CG girl stigma. And you know what? I have busted my ass to get away from that. And it doesn't matter. No, it never will. I, I mean, I think um, I've never been part of any group intentionally. I mean, I, I just do my thing. I'll talk. If you want to talk here, my goal is if you're putting out a comic, then let's talk about your comic. I, the rest of the stuff does annoy me. I, of the drama that goes on on both sides, it, it does 
drive me nuts. And I do think that there's a lot of bad faith acting that goes on everywhere. But at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm here to talk about your comic and that's, that's where I'm at. But yeah, exactly. And I think it's the fact that, Oh, in, in my early years, I didn't mention comics gate more than once. <laughs> and I would, I, I think I've gotten the medium where, you know, before I would just, you know, Oh, that that's bad. I'll review it. But now I put, you know, more constructive criticism into it. And then um, I'll still review it. I'm just but nicer about it. And I also, I, I try to make sure I post something positive every day because that doesn't happen usually with that's a smart. lot of creators. Yeah. And you'll know what's that. No, that's smart. That's good for you. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, you'll never get around that. If you, you know, think blocking's bad, your CG, if you think customer service is good, your CG, but I do, I know there's been a lot of talk around the whole customer service debate with, you know, I've never, eh, I don't like the, you're a hot dog salesman thing, but. Yeah, I, I don't, I think that's an imperfect analogy. And, and I've had some people really take runs at me uh, because of saying that, but I, I just don't think it's, I think it's boiling it down too much. Um, somebody mentioned like, why don't I have more creators on my channel? Man, I, I mean, in general, you, you got to understand my, my show is a, uh, let's see, what's the best way to, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a goofy operation. I I'm, I'm recording videos in the car. They like <laughs> anything that I do is a, is a well-produced you, you're mistaken. Like I, I, I have a thousand emails I haven't answered. Like it's, it's, and it's across the board. Like I, for example, I'm trying to get a interview uh, all scheduled up with uh, Mark Miller, Millar. Uh, and it's, it's on me. Like I'm not getting back to him and he's a legend oh, no. that's, that's on me. I'm just like, I suck. I, I, I have no planning whatsoever. It's all, it's all me. I got lucky was able to get you when you were available, but yeah, I, I, I don't like that analogy, but there's also like this debate on whether or not like with returns and stuff. And mm -hmm. see, I can see both sides of it because when you buy a pillow, you don't return it to the person that made the pillow, you return it to Walmart. So sure. I can see that side of it. But I also get, you know, there's a lot of times like, okay, using Stephanie as an example. She's super sweet. She was super nice. She's never been mean to me. I'm generally, when going into her work or going into reviewing something of hers, I, I'm going to be nicer because I have that happy feeling with her. I have that, you know, yeah. that joy instead of that dread. And, and I totally get both sides of it. But I don't know. It, it's a debate for, I don't think... A whole lot of people on you know that are debating it are really in huge in the industry anyways at least from what i've seen yeah yeah i i think so i i by the way i i've talked to to mark mark miller mark millar part of the joke is that he will he will say his name both ways i think he likes screwing with people just as a as a fun <laughs> i as a fun i thing. noticed fun, that on interviews yeah he's a fun guy he's he's definitely got an amazing sense of humor and i i love him to death and i've, I've known him forever but um, it, it's, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the, the thing about customer service is it should be, it should be self-serving. If you're a creator, it, it's not because you have an obligation to do anything, but it should be the right thing to do because you want to help your own career. If you're nicer to people, if you, if you create that good, you know, connection with people, um, you are going to sell more books. So it's, it's very self-serving to be exactly you know, nice. That's what you should do. So. Exactly. And I think that's uh, I think that's the best way to look at it. Yes, you, you you do your returns to the store, but 
you're going to get you're you're going to get a lot more people wanting to return as a consumer. Yeah. If you're decent to them. And and I think that's um you should try to get on just some guy. He would never come on my channel. He might, he might. I, I, I like just some guy, but we disagree on a lot. Um, and and speaking of which, I know a couple of people have been, uh, Leo and a couple other people had been asking about the whole debate thing. Um, I, I don't think it's gonna happen because he wants it hit his way or the highway. Um, talking about the young Ripa thing. When it comes to tokenization, um, it, it has to be on his channel. We can simulcast or whatever. And basically, uh, I can just let him yell and run over me. And I'm not doing that. I'm I'm just not. So um, if he if he agrees to a decent amount, a decent terms, then yeah. But he's not. So I don't think it's gonna happen. It would be interesting though. So I just wanted to add that in there. I know a couple of people asked. So oh my goodness, that would be um, a mess. But Oh my God, webcam girls go away! <laughs> did you happen to read um Clown Hunter's origin this week? I did. Yeah, yes. I I thought that was so well done. Like I liked the character before. Don't get me wrong. For a long time, I thought he was going to end up being Red X. I don't think that's the case, but I really liked the character. I do. Before, but this actually made you like kind of. He's real. Ah, uh, what's the best way to put it? He's like real integral. He's not going to change his word. He is completely set and you are not <laughs> like i really like him yeah i i think uh this is ed brisson i believe who did that and um yeah, yeah no i i think i think brisson knows how to do a character he knows how to put some depth into into it and i think he actually um he brought a lot to the character that wasn't there before i i'm yeah. not I, I i think tinian was kind of he was introducing like a character and issue there for a while and it it kind of a lot of stuff just got thrown out. And um, I think Brisson really did a good job filling in some gaps and, and the, the likelihood that this character survives and does more in the future, um, I think is, is much higher as a result of this issue. So I, it's, a, it's a solid issue. I mean, even if, if yeah. you don't love the character, you're, you're not going to love the character through this comic, but if you like the character, you get a lot more depth, I think. Yeah. And I think, um, I think a lot of those characters kind of need those secret files because, Mm, yeah. we, there, it was like through Tinian's run I don't know if he was doing it to keep sales up or what but it was like everything's a key this is the key this is the first of this, this is the key and, and I mean it kind of, probably kind of worked but even so like everything was a new character a new character a new character I don't mind any of the characters the only one I kind of really don't care for at this point is Gardner because we don't know much mm. about her she's um gonna be some integral part of Ivy's origin and that worries me a little bit, a little yep. bit. Um, but I think with those secret files, um, this was the best one for sure. Like they did a really good job on it. Hello, Apex Comics and Deva. Um, and, and I think Clown Hunter is better for it. Now, I have one thing I wanted to get your opinion on that I talked about on here was the issue with um Oh, it was kind of splitting like into two factions when it came to King Spawn, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It sold amazingly, and I I don't want to oh, take yeah. that away from Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane knows business; he's going to do what Todd McFarlane wants. But yep. how can how can an industry survive if you're using slabbed, <laughs> signed well, at, at yeah. one in two hundred and fifty? 
selling that much, yes, but then what's it going to be at issue six? What's it going to be at issue 12? Is it going to make it to issue 12? And then on top of it, think about all of those, like, how many is there going to be left over that are just sitting in warehouses? Yeah, this, um, I mean, Todd made money and it's an accomplishment and and good on him. I mean, the, the comic is going to now drop, you know, 80% to issue two. Oh, yeah. And because it always does. That's not, not a rip on Todd. This is whenever you have these juice numbers, this is what happens. Um, the, the thing about that slabbed issue that they're, that, they're buying into i and this guy guess my question for people who are collecting it is you don't actually think that thing's gonna be worth money right i mean because no. there's so many like there, there's no scarcity to it at all part of the the reason why comics go up is that they're they're rare they're scarce this this is not gonna do that so if you're buying it to have a really awesome trophy on your wall i totally get that a nice slabbed graded cool title you can mount up on your wall and it spawn and that's cool great but uh you know, if you're if you're buying this as an investment, you're 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 out of your mind. Yeah, and it's not even going to depreciate in value. <laughs> no, because it because it's yeah. I mean, good on you for having that all. You know, what is it? The certificate of authenticity and da 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 da. da. But it's not going to depreciate. It's widely around. What was there like twelve hundred of them? I think. Yeah, like, I mean a huge amount. It, I don't get why this people are looking at this as a huge victory. When it's I, I only going to damage the title in the long run. And it's only it's stupid to me. I maybe I can't express to my audience what I mean, but it's dumb to me to do something like that when it's only going to hurt comic book shops that have to store that or throw it away or give it to the library or whatever. Yeah. And then it's also going to hurt the title. It's going to hurt everybody in the process, except for Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And I mean, and he's trying to make money for himself. So, yeah, I can't. And I mean, you know, good on you. Um, he's a hell of a businessman. Oh I, yeah, for sure. I just cringe because I, I think um, I know. Again, talking to people in uh, Gabriel's office, I know that Marvel's going to follow suit and they're going to do a slab issue gimmick as well. Um, I, this is a. I hope that not, doesn't become the normal thing. It. I, I think we're going to see quite a bit of it, and I think this is all bad for. for that yeah, really. That's what I. And I tried a lot of people in my audience were like, well, why is this bad? People are ordering the comics. I'm like, yeah, but there there's like, what, 200,000 issues that were simply for that one in 250. And if everybody starts doing it, it's going to keep going. The value will never increase and there will never be any need for that unless it's a trophy, which I totally get. I would probably do the same yeah. maybe for my favorite, you know, person, but. It just seems like if that gets to be an I, variant covers drive me insane. Absolutely insane. You do not need more than one. Oh, 100%. I, I'm totally with you. But I, it is a, it is a, unfortunately, the industry is addicted to it. And I, I, I get the trophy. I mean, I've got, I have a bunch of Art Adams original art. I've got it framed. It's on my wall. I'm staring at it right now. I know it drives some people crazy. Uh, I talked to Sean and Sean's like, I'd like to buy some of that from you. I'm never going to sell this stuff. So to me, it's not an investment. It's an awesome thing that I can frame and have on my Exactly. Wall. And I totally get that. But this other stuff, I mean, I, I don't know. I Again, Todd's a very smart businessman. Good for him. He's putting up some big numbers. He's being able to build this kind of business and franchise. And, and that's great. You know, Brett Booth getting a chance to do some stuff. A lot of, a lot of great creators going to play in that. But um, it's, yeah, the, the King Spawn will be on a lot of dollar bins for sure. For a long time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a shame. That's a that's a shame. What is 
Did you see that? The old Waha? What is Waha? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, this was uh, like, um, oh, God, what was the old, the old, uh, there's a the Marvel, it's a Marvel humor mag, basically. Um, oh, the, okay. What the was the other one? And then they did what Waha was kind of the other one. And it, it was uh, Brian K. Vaughn did this one page. Uh, what if uh, Black Panther was white? It was, it was pretty funny, but. I, I haven't seen that. I, I have to check oh, it out. Mumbles I... is here. Oh, Mumbles. You came Mumbles. With... One of the quickest way to lose sub is, oh, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to make it any worse. <laughs> oh, no, Mumbles. Yes. Um, I love Mumbles. He's, he, he's I, I missed you, man. I haven't seen you in a while. That's funny. Um, so another thing I wanted to talk to you about was Substack. Now, I oh, know, yeah. like, everybody's talking about this, but my... I'm always like, well, my problem with it, and I feel bad not being positive about something, but it's not like this where you go and you get, you know, a bunch of unlimited for this amount of money. It is, I'm still going to want my Batman. I'm still going to want my titles, right? So then this is another added expense, and it's not that, hmm, it's not that it's that much. It's not. It's $7. I get that. But when a bunch of your favorite creators go over there, you've got seven times t- how many people. Yeah. And then on top of that, you still want to read. Yeah. You still want to read Batman. So I know this is a huge shakeup in the industry, but I I don't feel like it's the one it needs. Does that make sense? No, I I, it, it, I agree. I mean, this is Patreon for writers and it is, uh, it's tough. I mean, if you got Hickman and you got uh, Tinian, you have Zdarsky, you have, a couple of these others, um, you, you know, Scotty Young, you're paying $50 a month very quickly for, you know, seven creators that you're following. It's like, it's like a cable package again. Yep. And the, the problem I think they're going to have is, I mean, you're subscribing not to a comic, you're subscribing to them. So you have to be a super fan to really want to go for this. And you're going to get kind of whatever's on their mind at the time. And maybe it's a comic you're going to like. Maybe it's newsletter content. You know, Tanyan says he's going to talk about what, you know, how goofed up DC was for a while. Right, and, but it'll be on Bleeding Cool in 10 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know. I think there's there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. And I do think it ends badly to some extent. I mean, I think a couple will figure it out and do something really cool with it. But most are going to run. I mean, like a lot of these guys struggle to meet a schedule in printed comics. Now they're supposed to meet a monthly schedule on their own with multiple yep. books. It's like, I don't know. So, And then on top of that, I seen, because um, I get James Tinian's uh, newsletter, right? Yeah. He's leaving social media. How? How? Like, yeah. you have to have a following for something like that to work anyway. That's like, you know, like you said, opening a Patreon on here. Same thing. Yeah. But... If you that's like opening a Patreon for my channel and then leaving my channel. Yeah, I understand you're still making comics. I get it. But you need to be able to keep fans. You need to be able to make new fans. Nobody's going to. Are they collecting those in trades and then putting them in stores or is it always going to be only digital? No, it's it's in some will. I mean, it's up to the creator. I think okay. some will get them done by Dark Horse. Some will get them done by Image. Um, who's the uh, the the Donny Cates one will be printed uh, at Image, I believe. And so you're going to have some printed, but not sure when. I mean, yeah, Dan Slot could go there as long as Christos Gage is going with him. It should be fine. He'll he'll make his schedules. But it's like it's going to be hard. 
to, to do this. And I, 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 I want to see new things in the industry like you. I, this isn't it. No. And yeah, it, hit it like, support, hit like, come on, subscribe. If you haven't that's yet. That's right. Zach. <laughs> um, and, and I, and I just, I want to, I love Tinian. He's one of my favorite mm -hmm. writers right now. He's always a for sure buy to me just because of his work on department of truth. Absolutely amazing series. Um, and the stuff he's done with Batman, especially compared to what we had before. So he's a he's one I will I, I plan on supporting. Um, but I'm still going to buy these other titles. And I'm afraid that they're thinking this is going to work so well when people are like, this is just an added expense I don't need. Because yeah. people are already spending. I, I mean, I, I don't know what normal people spend, but I spend way too much on comics, $300 a month. So then mm -hmm. add on top of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's too much. It's too much to ask of people at some point. But I get them wanting to try something different. You got to, you know what I mean? You got to at least plot them for that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm glad the industry is trying things. Cool. Uh, and I'm, I, they need to keep trying things and everything else. But I mean, it, I think it's going to be rough for for some of these people. Like, like James Tinney and um, Good Stuff are, are, how much of that audience is going to fall them over and want to read monthly something that isn't Batman? Or yeah. DC characters are they, are, you, are you that into to Tinian? I mean, some people are, but is it enough? I, I don't I don't know. I, I I wish these people success, but I think there's a lot going against it. And I was originally planning on it, but I didn't get an email. I was emailing back and forth. I think it's Milton Gripe from ICV two. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit of numbers, and I'm I'll probably do it in a separate video. But if you look at some of these other titles that are like at um like the what are they like the anthologies and stuff um they've been super bad and it, the titles are only selling like 14 or 15,000 why are they putting money into so I, I don't know i i'm really curious to see what you think of those anthologies and those lower tier books that are kind of coming through but not really anyone has any interest in yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I can't. I, I wish I could explain it. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, you've got to be able to hook and attract an audience. I mean, I, I you're, you, one of the things that I think people took for granted a lot, particularly with Marvel and DC and some of the bigger ones, is that there were there was a marketing engine. There were people that were helping to push it besides you. If it's just you as the creator doing it now, like, I, I mean, how's that going to work? it's not and it's really yeah. unfortunate gary what if the what if series knew how to spell <laughs> their episode titles right so they wouldn't drive did they spell it wrong oh dc's had or sorry disney plus has had so many problems with this like my kids oh my god i didn't know that that's oh, yeah. hilarious thank you gary it's not just there uh, falcon winter soldier had a misspelling the uh mysterious benedict society my kids are watching that and it has a problem like they 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 need a Spell check. Uh, there's clearly no spell check at Disney right now. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, I had no idea. I haven't watched what if, um, it didn't have the draw. I think that the other shows did. like, I really liked Loki. That was my favorite out of the three. Yeah. Yeah. But what if, I don't know if it's just because I already watched so much animated from DC and uh, some anime, but it just didn't, I don't know. It didn't, like it didn't seem style. as interesting. I like the the art styles are unique. I, I it's it's a trip to see a character see here Chadwick Boseman coming out of your TV. That's just that was weirder than I thought it would be. It was uh, oh, did they do a good job with it? 
Oh, I mean, it's him. It's uh, it's the last thing he voiced. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, now I really want to see it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, the voices are are legit for the majority of the characters. They're the the real actors, and it's it's um, I don't know. I, I was not expecting to to have that hit me like it did, but hearing hearing Bozeman talk out of this character, it was uh, that was that was that was wild. Yeah. Wow, I'm gonna have to watch. see. That's kind of how I felt with um, um the long Halloween, the, oh, what's her name? She was on Glee. I cannot think of her name and I feel really bad because she's passed away now. Um, mm, she did yeah. Selena's voice yeah. and I grew up on Glee. Oh my God. I'm so old. <laughs> but oh, I, so I love old. that show. <laughs> you grew up. Uh, you, you, you aged me quite a bit more than that. <laughs> I didn't mean to yeah. apologize, but like hearing her voice and knowing that was her last work. Naya Riviera. Yes. Thank you so much, Trey. I yeah. could not think of it, but it was like, wow. Like, cause even in her death, like it was so sad. She was like so heroic and saved her little boy. And it was like, that's kind of how that hit me. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out because that's, that's pretty amazing that he was still on there. I didn't know that. I'm surprised they're not advertising that. Maybe they are. Not really. I mean, they're not, uh, they're not putting out there. I mean, I would have that front and center, like hear his last work as, you know, in absolutely. The yeah. Um, that, maybe they still will. I don't, I don't know. It's in, I, I hope they do. By the way, I, I have to say, I have, I, people often ask me what I think of different people and, and all the rest. Why am I trying to destroy? You? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, I, I think people think, well, I don't know. I'm more plugged in. Like, like we were talking about this, what young Ripa. I have no idea who that is. I have no <laughs> okay. idea who most of these people are. I'm just, sorry. To be honest. He just, go ahead. I know. I just, I, I, I have, I mean, I think people misunderstand how completely unplugged I am to everybody. <laughs> it's, it's, that's it's, pretty funny. You must be, yeah. he's got quite a bit of subs. That's why I just assumed. Oh, um, yeah. A lot of these people do. I just don't see any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he did a video on, um, Everybody is a token character if they were not the original. Wow. And and I I didn't debate the fact of what he said. I debated the fact that he said he was it was lazy. Like mm. you're telling me that Barbara Gordon and the killing joke and all of this was lazy. You're telling me that female Dr. Light is lazy. Like it was just a really lazy excuse, in my opinion. That's what I said. Mm. Uh, and it was you have to debate me on my terms on my channel. Uh. I'm like. That sounds like I watched one of your last debates when you debated. I think it's blurred without fear or something like that. Yeah. Um, and and all you did was talk over him and yell. That's not going to happen. We can either do this in a civilized manner or it's not going to happen. I know my shit for the most part. I think I can yeah. I, I can manage to do a, a real debate. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, no insult when I say this. I just I literally don't pay attention to any of this so, like people ask me questions like well, what do you think of this guy or the worst has been it's like oh you're clearly aligned with this group i'm like i've never heard before. <laughs> what are you talking about but all right i mean it's just it's just funny i know i love when they come on they're like you are uh you're all right da, 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 da. and i'm like okay well clearly you don't know me because i was the one saying you know this diversity was okay or that was okay like i i said let's play devil's advocate in my John Kent video and someone got mad. I said, don't play devil's advocate with gay people. I'm like, that's not what I said. What are you talking about? I would. I, okay, people, you just assume you and I'm going to keep going on about it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, no, it's, it's crazy. I, 
yeah, I, I don't know who most, I don't know who most of the people are. So people will send me these, like, do you like this guy? And like, I don't know. Who Ooh, that yeah. Is, well, that makes me feel special because you know, my channel was absolutely. Like, I know your channel. Yeah, you're always <laughs> I've known you for a long time. It's, it's, uh, no, it's it, my, my spectrum of influence is very, very small. Um, no, it, it's, it, I, oh, well, a lot of the YouTube stuff is just people yelling about things. I, I know I, somebody invited me once on to talk about kind of legacy characters and, and diversity and everything else. And I, I just, I remember I came on and they, I said, uh, yeah, one of the earliest examples, you know, when Rhodey took over for Tony, I thought that was built up really well and nobody had any idea what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, we're just talking about the last five years. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's, that's exactly right. And it's catering to an audience that doesn't know either. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you do you. I have no problem with it. I None whatsoever. But if you want to talk like logistics, this stuff has been going on since the inception of comics. Welcome to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they um, change stuff. I think they've gotten way lazier with it. Now that's. Oh, I do, too. Like, I think there's a lot of stuff right now that they could do a lot better especially expanding upon characters like not resetting not give us give a character a chance to stretch its feet that's all we ask yeah i, I mean you take a look at like like when roadie took over for tony that was like a i mean man they spent a year getting to that point like mm -hmm. and they, they really committed to it he was like he was in the armor for a while they talked about the different dynamics of it he went to secret wars and hung out there and like there was a there was a huge commitment to that storyline and what they were doing. And I think Rhodey came out of it as a fully formed character they could make money off of. And you contrast that like with Riwi, Riwi, there it's like two issues, bam. And then I know that's the one example I use so often. It's well, like, it's not going to work. Riri Williams and then Iceman. They were, if anything, damaging to real representation. Because sure. they did it the most lazy way possible. And now everybody has the gut reaction to go, is this another Riri? Are we looking at a new Iceman? And that's totally understandable because I'm right there with you. But that's yeah. not always the case. And you got to be able to tell that difference. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, exactly. And and on top of that, it's like it, it's not like it worked out well. Like it's not like Riri Williams is like established as an, a major character. I mean, now she's kind of slumming it as a background character in champions. Like, so it clearly didn't work for her either. So like, I mean, nobody wins in that world. So yeah, exactly. I Trey, I love that arc of Rhodey being Iron Man. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and I love, I love looking back at old stuff like that, but when you only know so much and that's not a bad thing. I think anybody should be able to enjoy the medium, even if they just picked up, you know, their first comic, that's I don't ever want to feel like or someone to feel like I'm a gatekeeper, but yeah. there also is a lot of misinformation that I have no problem correcting. That's just <laughs> no, either sure. side. But why? Like if you're a new reader, like you should put it this way. Riri should have the respect as a character to have the same kind of year long buildup as Rhodey. They should put the time and the work in. And if you're a brand new reader to comics, you'd expect to see a character that actually gets that level of attention where they they flesh out the character and they give you all these different aspects of you know them failing and then rising above and succeeding and kind of all these pieces i mean that's what that's what readers want new world yep, yep so exactly give, yeah if you give them none of that then yeah the character is not going to go over people are going to migrate right back to to tony or to roadie or you know it, whoever else like you're you're, you're you failed the character not the other way yeah around. 
And I feel like you also have to show them on a human level because a lot of times you don't, it's just not, you can't just go, Oh, somebody read your mind. You're gay. You have to show struggle. And you, and I think that's why some characters like Mr. Freeze and Nora stick around so long. Cause we see that constant struggle of, you know, love and attention and humanity. Oh, you yeah. have to give that attention to the characters you want to stick or it will never ever stick with readers. That's that's no, I can't agree more. Uh, I think that's that's why you see that's why Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy has has worked better um, in terms of a couple. They did. They put some work into. Getting oh, yeah. Um, if they just rolled it out and like, congratulations, they're gay now. Like that wouldn't have like again, everybody would be like, what? Even if they liked the pairing, it still wouldn't have made much sense. You have to you have to put in the effort to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what. Oh, wait, we got us. <laughs> Iceman got. Uh, MK Ultra into being yeah. gay. That's a good theory. I mean, yeah. sure. Why not? Oh, that's funny. I, I did see people saying that um, Riri is going into Black Panther. Yeah, that's true. They'll introduce How does that. How? Why? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, at, at this point, Black Panther 2, you know, you got to do something to fill up that movie. You've, you've lost your lead. So you got to do something. Something. There. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, that makes sense. Thank you so much. Um, Faust mouth, <laughs> mega yeah. aesthetic. Thank you very much. I think that's where we're going to wrap up. I really, really yeah. appreciate you being able to come on. I, I've i been cool. looking forward to it. I, I definitely, everybody make sure you guys are subscribed to Perch. I would be very surprised if you were not already. <laughs> oh, I, he I does mean, great work. Nonsense. Yeah, subscribe to this channel. This is a good channel. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Holy crap. Now I am all sorts of kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're here, <laughs> no Let's kidding that's amazing i'm so excited okay Let's get that whiskey man <laughs> <laughs> my week has been made beautiful beautiful oh all right well thank you guys so much for coming you <laughs> great guests yeah sorry i'm late too we're just wrapping up we'll see you guys next time bye bye thank you <laughs>